Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire, the Leadership Development Podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. Welcome back, everyone, to the Aspire Podcast, and this is actually a bonus episode. Thankfully, Greg Moffat is with me to help boost this episode because what I had in mind was a book recommendation episode. If you don't know, we have an Aspire Leadership group that we're both a part of, and um, there is daily conversations about leadership topics, and Greg always jumps on with some fantastic wisdom, but then also has a resource typically for everyone on the Voxer group to, to read, and so I couldn't think of a better person to jump on for one of the first episodes of reading recommendations, and Greg, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. It is an honor. I mean, I could talk about education all day long and (laughs) educational books all day long and articles. And I don't know, I feel like maybe it's a sign that I should get another hobby, but I I feel like I'm I'm always reading a book about education or an article. And so uh, I am happy to share. That's awesome. And so I reached out to you asking for some book recommendations, and we haven't even talked about what you have. I know I was like, hey, Greg, maybe choose three. And I know that was a really difficult thing for you. There, There is no way. There is absolutely <laughs> no way that I could only choose three. So I went with five and then awesome. I have two bonus ones. So okay. I, I'm, I'm really cheating with this one. So. All right. Well, I have no clue what you have. I'm excited about the bonus books that you're going to present. So let's just kick it off. So what's the first book recommendation that you have? The first book is Now Discover Your Strengths hmm. by Marcus Buckingham and Dr. Donald O. Clifton. Right. So I think any conversation about leadership, any conversation about growing as a leader really needs to start with self-reflection. Yeah. You have to figure out who you are and what you believe in and really what your strengths are. So whether you take the strengths finder profile, which is part of this book, Mm -hmm. or the Myers-Briggs or the Aninagram or whatever profile it might be. I think it is so, so important for a leader to sort of figure out who they are. In a previous district where I worked, the the superintendent had all the principals, all the assistant principals and all the superintendent's direct reports take the StrengthsFinder profile and read the book together. And we, we spent a year really learning each other's strengths, learning our own strengths, learning how they fit together, how they sometimes uh, cause challenges amongst the team, because sometimes the strengths rub each other the wrong way, right? But understanding who I was as a leader and what my strengths were, was so key because, well, I think it's important to always focus on areas of growth and your development as a leader. It is your strengths that are going to help you achieve that growth. So First recommendation, Now Discover Your Strengths by Marcus Buckingham and Dr. Donald O. Clifton. Awesome. And I didn't say this at the beginning, but for those who are looking to purchase these books, I'm going to have a link in the show notes for everyone. So make sure that you are checking each one of these out. So that's a perfect setup for any aspiring leader, um, really any leader in general, to make sure that you understand your strengths going into the job. And then also if you're a part of a team, which all of us are, It's good to know each other's strengths too. So I love that recommendation, Greg. Such a good book. One that even is is good for your relationships and your personal life. I mean, my Mm -hmm. wife and I are talking about our strengths and um, how they complement each other. Um, You know, oh, that's why she's acting that way. That's why I'm acting the way I am. Um, It's it's been really helpful in a lot of uh, relationships. Love it. 
All right, I'm excited for book number two. So what is that one? Hey, book number two, Kid President's Guide to Being Awesome nice. by Brad Montague and Robbie Novak, also known as Kid President, who's yep. no longer a kid. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's, he is so not a kid anymore. It's just, it's an awesome book. I, I really think that the job of a leader is to make things better, yep. right? To make things awesome, to serve others and to be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be while doing so. And that's what this book is all about. This mm -hmm. this book is all about Kid President and Brad Montague profiling people who are doing awesome things from ordinary kids and adults who are making a difference all the way up to Michelle Obama and President Obama. Mm -hmm. it, it really is um, a guide for um, just living your best life. Two teachers gave me this book at a time when I was hitting my head against the wall. I wasn't sure I wanted to be a principal anymore. Oh. I wasn't sure I wanted to even be in education anymore. And they gave me this book and it was really a reminder about the importance of looking at what's possible about being optimistic, about being hopeful and having fun with what you're doing. So Kid President's Guide to Being Awesome is book recommendation number two. And hope is such a strong thing that we all need to have. And then also that fun factor, right? Especially right now, we need to make sure that we're livening up the place as leaders and making sure that everybody's having a little bit of fun within their day. So love that recommendation. All right, you're killing it, Greg. So what's okay. the third one in your list? Okay. Well, the next book talks about the fact that it's not always fun, right? <laughs> yes. Our, our job as educators, our job as leaders is not always going to be awesome. The book that has really helped me a lot this year think about what to do in those challenging situations is Thrive Through the Five yes. by Dr. Jill M. Seiler. This book is incredible. I cannot praise it enough. Mm -hmm. It really is a book that talks honestly about how hard the job of an educator is and how hard it is for someone to lead in challenging times. I love what I get to do each day for students and staff, but I don't always love every day and I don't always love everything about the job that I have to do. Um, some parts are tough, right? Um, there are some days uh, when you are witness to some of the hardest moments in a child's life yep. or a staff member's life, and you have to you have to hold those thoughts and feelings and be there for someone else, and um, that is that is challenging. It is exhausting, um, and this book will give you ideas on how to refocus, um, how to remind yourself of the things that bring you joy, how to celebrate the things that bring you joy, how to really face the challenges head on. And it is expertly written in a way that synthesizes all of the latest leadership research and authors in, in one book. It's yep. like, it's all there. Yeah, she does a fantastic job. Had her on the Aspire podcast. She literally is 20 minutes away from my house. Fantastic leader. She's just doing amazing things in her district too. And so that's the book right there. Love it. I mean, she talks about how 5% of your job, right, that is, is challenging and tough. And I mean, this year, more than any year, that five has felt like 55. Um, <laughs> I mean, it really, it really has been a, a tough year, not just for educators, but for anyone, mm -hmm. right, for everyone. And this, while written from the perspective of a school superintendent and an yeah. educational leader, this has advice for, for anyone in any profession. So yep. 
Thrive Through the Five by Dr. Jill M. Seiler. Awesome book. All right, man. Book number four, that led me to uh, The Power of Moments Yes. by Dr. Chip Heath and Dan Heath, his brother. Wow. The book really resonated with me. When I first became a teacher, uh, my mentor teacher, who was also a leadership teacher, would often say that teachers are in the business of making memories. Mm -hmm. And this book explains why. It explains how memories and moments can create such a lasting impact. And it, it really spoke to the fact that leaders and educators who are leaders, right, in their classroom, in their departments, in their schools, in their districts, in their communities, have an opportunity to make an incredible impact by the experiences that they create. They can elevate them. um, They can create moments that provide powerful insight. They can help someone feel a sense of pride and celebrate growth. They can help forge connections, right? So this book takes you through a really, really powerful framework. Um, And it was just, it was just a great read um, to see people in various industries making powerful moments Mm -hmm. um, that, that really push their organizations forward. Well, isn't that so true? I mean, I'm thinking about my own educational journey and how many times that I don't really remember the content so much, but I do remember how that teacher or counselor or administrator made me feel. And good or bad, that has stuck with me for 30 years, whatever it may be. It's something we don't think about often, but it's something that we need to make sure that we have in the forefront of our mind every single day. Yeah, we we can make a significant difference in the lives of other people by by intentional things, mm-hmm. by by really small things. Um, and this book will will give you lots of ideas and examples. Yeah. Um, What's the title of that one more time, Greg? The Power of Moments by Chip Heath and Dan Heath. Wonderful. You're rocking and rolling. So let's hit book number five. Okay, book number five was just published by Solution Tree Press. And it, it just came out. It's called Beyond Conversations About Race a guide for discussions with students, teachers, and communities. And it is collectively written by some of the most amazing educators and authors. Um, Dr. Washington Collado, Dr. Shiroki Holy, Dr. Rosa Isaiah, Dr. Yvette Jackson, Dr. Anthony Muhammad, Dr. Douglas Reeves, and Kenneth C. Williams. I got to preview the book um, because I was able to attend um, the Beyond Conversations About Race conference a few weeks ago. Okay. It is. It You're is a, speechless. I, I am speechless. <laughs> it is a book that needs to be read. Nice. Um, we are living in a moment in time where if you are a human, mm-hmm. you need to be having conversations about race. Yes. And we have to be willing to have these conversations. We have to be willing to take action based on these conversations and make change. And this book explains why the conversations are so important, why they are so hard for some folks to have um, and what needs to be done to go beyond it. It it also has really poignant scenarios that prompt reflection and discussion and and forces the reader to think about their bias, Mm -hmm. their intent, their inaction and, and things that you want and need to do differently. So it leaves with a call to action to do more than just read the book sure. um, and do more than just have the conversation. It, it really is um, a call to do something with the knowledge that, that you gain from the reflection. So um, I highly, highly recommend it. It's really powerful. I'm so glad that she brought that up because that is a huge and important topic, but one that's 
you know, as two white males, you know, talking right now, that's, that's an important thing for us to not hide from. We need to make sure that we're educated in that topic. But then also, like you said, you know, find ourselves in those discussions, take action. And we may not know what that is through our own experience, but that's exactly why we need a resource like that. It is a powerful resource. It is an honest resource. As a white male, it, there are parts that make you uncomfortable. Sure. Um, and I think that's the whole purpose yep. of it. Um, and we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We have to have these conversations. We have to do more than have the conversation. So um, I highly recommend the book. One last time, what's the title of this new book? Beyond Conversations About Race, A Guide for Discussions with Students, Teachers, and Communities. Couldn't think of a better number five for you. That's awesome. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, so I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to know what these two bonus books are that you have. Okay, so we're two educators, right? So we can't have a conversation about books that leaders should be reading without also talking about books that we should be reading with our kids, with our students, right? I love it. So I've I've got, I've got a few. So I'm going to do two. I I have a whole bookshelf behind me. I know behind there's like 50. So I'm a little afraid. (laughs) I, I, I will pick two. So I think when we talk to our students about leadership, I think it starts with an understanding of empathy. Hmm. I think for me, that that is really where the leadership conversation begins, that we have to have the ability to think about others. We have to stop and reflect about how our actions impact other people. And so um, the book that I think does it better than most is Mo Willems' uh, Leonardo, the Terrible Monster. This book is hilarious. It is about, you know, a monster that just wants to go and do his job and scare people. And he comes up to a kid that he is so ready to scare. He thinks he's gonna do it so wonderfully and something happens. Um, I'm not gonna give the book away, but <laughs> it, it really is a lesson in empathy. It is a lesson in thinking about others and the, the impact of your actions. Sure. Um, and, I, and I really think that that's where leadership mm-hmm. begins. Yeah. Um, And it is so important for our students to start learning those lessons now, not because we need their leadership in the future, but because we need their leadership right now. We need their leadership in our schools this very moment, not for some distant future, but but for the moment that we're all living in. Yeah, think of a world that every single person had empathy and what that would look like, not only in a school building, but in the city and then, of course, on the globe. So. I couldn't think of a better lesson for each individual student or individual person, really. Can you imagine that world, right? It seems so far away from where so many communities are right now. Um, And so I I think that lesson starts a very young age. Um, And I think books like Leonardo the Terrible Monster can really help with that. And then once you get that lesson about empathy down, I think we need to start having conversations with our students about taking action and compassionate action. So uh, one of my favorites is Count Me In by Varsha Baja. I think I butchered the last name. So correct me if I'm wrong, please, uh, because names are really important. But this book is written about a seventh grader. Um, Her name is Karina. Mm -hmm. Um, She's Indian American. And uh, her next door neighbor 
um, starts getting uh, tutored by her grandfather. And uh, she can't believe that her grandfather's tutoring this kid. This kid is a jerk. He hangs out with like all these obnoxious guys. And she starts realizing that she had made some assumptions about her next door neighbor. Um, and while her and her grandfather and her neighbor are out, they end up getting assaulted by um, someone in the community. Hmm. And it's what Karina and Chris do in that moment to stand up and speak out and really bring an entire community together to stand up to injustice. That really, I think, speaks to the importance of compassionate action. Yeah. Um, and so it's an incredible book written for those intermediate grades, um, yeah. those, uh, middle school students. So Count me in. Um, I'm going to check that out for my own kids. Count me in. You have come with the fire tonight, Greg. You know, five amazing leadership books all over different ranges, but so many important topics for our listeners. And of course, I love the bonus, which was for our kids, right? Uh, for our school age, young aspiring leaders too. I couldn't think of a better list. So Greg, I just appreciate you so much and all that you're doing, not only within the Boxer Group, but for your own community. I just appreciate you so much. Thanks, Josh. Anytime that we can have conversations about making schools better, making the world a better place, uh, count me in. Well, you're definitely doing that, my friend. 